What's up, listeners? It's 3HL right here on 104.5 The Zone. I am with Don Davenport, the Babs, I'm the mayor. The building, hey! I did not have headphones. No, you didn't. I think we got all these people filling in in the there's studio. There's a lot of stuff there's going like, on in here, Babs. I mean, there's headphones strewn all over the place. There's missing beverages <laughs> out of the fridge. It I is. don't know what's going on. We got it. We got intruders. And well, I really want to blame it on Buck, but Buck's not here. So I know. I can't even blame it on him. Yeah, the mayor still, is still out can also. Can we blame it on Buck for not being here? Yes, and everything would have been... There you go, there because you go. Braden and Will were nice enough set to fill in Set off a chain of him. events, Buck. That set off the here. chain. That's probably why my headphones are jacked. My chair Very is true. low. And Very true. There you go. Like that. The hey, mayor's but, still out. But guess what, guys? What? what? I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Hey. Hey, I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. <laughs> I'm in the build. I'm in the build. Mm-hmm. I was ready, and then nobody. <laughs> I was ready, and we didn't go. So guess what? Huh? It's difficult when I bring my when I bring us in, and I can't just. You like, can't introduce over. yourself. There you go. No. That, that, that seems like very yeah. like a uh, whole uh. different level of ego right there. If I did that, so. No. But, but no, I was ready today. Just just letting everybody. So, but know. guess what? That's Glad. what you should do. Yeah. We're I like proud that. of you. Yeah. I guess Thank what. You. And then you play it. That's, and there we go. Beautiful, yeah. Mayor's still out. Brent having a beautiful vacation. Can't wait to get him Although, back. Although, I think, isn't he, isn't he in the middle of a storm? Stormy vacation. <laughs> yeah. It's not really a beautiful vacation when there's a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's in the middle of a hurricane rolling through. Man. That's why I texted him and asked Brent, you all all right down there? He said, we're good. Yep. All good here. I so. mean, he's probably thinking, you know, the one time I take a week off mm-hmm. from work and, and we're... Uh, in rainy, rainy Florida. There. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Um, hey, uh, little NBA action last night. Somebody nailed it. You you nailed it. Yep. You liked it. I loved it. You went with it. I won it. You padded your pocketbook. You better believe it. <laughs> I'm so proud <laughs> you of you, Slay. Me too, Babs. Um, Me too. And Chris Paul went off. Yes, he did. Didn't even score went in the first off. quarter, though. 36. Then just went off in the second, third, and fourth. That's yeah. bananas. So He's yeah. 36 years old. Yes. I was watching last night. We were talking about it. I'm like, is he really 36? Is he? So, I, of course, I like Google it. 36 years old. Nope. You're 16. And just getting it done. I Just for perspective mm-hmm. on that age in the NBA, you played professionally for yep. 15 years. You just hit 40. He's mm-hmm. just four years younger than you. This so is like, very true. This is very true. Like just four years. Now, I, I think he's... His body has has worked for him. Yes, you know, possibly uh, a different position where you're mm-hmm. not, you know, pushing low impact physically mm-hmm. as much, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that enables you to kind of stretch out your career. But I wish we could dive into it with him, though. I do know he changed his diet about three years ago when he was having all those injuries, and I think he went vegan. Really, and if not all the way vegan, um, something close to it. Yeah, you know, when and he said he's he's been having. Really good performances and his bounce back is what is what yeah, helps. Yeah. Yep, yep, well, yep. and and we heard that same kind of thing. Titans fans, you'll remember we heard that same sentiment from Jarrell Casey mm-hmm. when he was here with the Titans and he went vegan. And yeah. then I think Derek Morgan, I think it was Derek Morgan's wife actually, who is a chef. Oh really? Um, who kind of taught them how to? I think if that's correct, I yeah. taught them how to eat vegan and cook and prepare your food and, and do all that and just eat clean and healthy. But I still think that that was, was part of the kind of decision on Jarrell that he 
he was a little lighter because of it. Now, he said he felt great. His recovery was his recovery time was so much easier. But football, a very different sport than basketball when you're talking about going light, clean, healthy eating and, you know, losing weight. Because I think I think Jarrell was probably a little light. Right. And it's not fair. That might have that might have not boded well, at least with Titans coaching staff. I think they did not necessarily love that not for everybody i know lebron and carmelo and those guys did it too and they all stopped so they tried it about the same time it was probably about five or six years ago when they were on the banana yeah Yeah. they were coming off of them they looked so skinny like it was yeah it wasn't gonna work lebron works for some doesn't work for others i mean i think it worked for jarrell casey i think it just didn't work for what coaches thought his position should have been. And then what we're we're talking about when we say work, we're talking about work for them in their sport. Yeah. As far as production. Like in lifestyle, that's great for them. I I bet they're healthy. Super healthy. I wish I could do it. Yeah. I can't. I can't either. (laughs) I love meat too much. Vegan is like no meat, right? I mean, it's tofu. and There's there's substitutes for things like a chicken sandwich is made up of something that Resembles, Tofu. yeah, basically. Yeah. You tell, I remember at Thanksgiving, Jarrell Casey's turkey dinner was tofu turkey. What? I just you never tried tofu. See, I've got. I once dated a girl that uh, was that was vegan. Eh. Uh, I, I, I bet that didn't work. I said I once dated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, I have uh, a story. My I would dad love said, to tell, "Don't trust anybody tell. that doesn't eat meat." Yeah. That's <laughs> I tried that. I tried that. Um, you, I th- if I'm correct, I think you still have to take like vitamins and all that to get your nutrients that yeah. you would normally get from meat. I'm going to go get one of them cows. What did you try, Slay? I tried one of those burgers, the Impossible oh. Burgers or No Meat Burger or something like that. I ate half of it. No, a quarter of it. And that ended up back on the curb. You were done. Not. I thought you were going to say you tried to go vegan or something. I wish I would. Like, I can't. Like, I. Not gonna would I never have to do that, you know what I mean? But I like you love wings too much. Oh, what am I supposed to do? Like I, they ain't invented nothing for that. Oh have no, there, 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 there is no, no vegan substitute for what I'm saying. See, what I'm, I mean, saying? I'm sure there is. No, it's not. Nope. Mm-mm. I know it ain't. I know it ain't. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way possible. Well, we've got a packed show today. We mm-hmm. have uh, Coach Mac on in his normal scheduled time here in about 10 minutes, about 3.20. Um, we'll dive in with Coach Mac and and talk about, I feel like this is kind of the only, um, I mean, besides right after the season, mm-hmm. this is your only free time if you're in the NFL. And, and for some, it's not free time. I mean, you're constantly working out, but this is this is your time frame where you're away from the facilities, you're away from the team. I know Coach Vrabel is playing in the, what, ACC mm-hmm. golf yeah. tournament. We'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> but this is kind of your your time to to charge your batteries before camp starts in a couple weeks. So we'll check in with Coach Mack. He's done that for years and years and years. About and to get see, serious. Yeah, see what, the, uh, what people usually do during this time. Also, you brought this up. Um, Teron Davenport with ESPN mm-hmm. kind of did a, I, I say fun segment, an interesting segment of, um, you know, who's better, right? Or yeah. what? Better, better. What is better, worse, or the same? Same, yes. The Titans defense. And obviously, defense is the big question. If you go read Jim Wyatt on TitansOnline.com, if you go read his mailbag, uh, every single week there is at least one question on 
defensively are they healthy who's going to step up who's going to be better here what's the you know so we'll go through with coach Mack uh last year's issues defensively and what they've done to eradicate those issues Mm -hmm. and hopefully just I mean middle of the pack defense I yeah. think that's all. That's, yeah, that's all you're looking that, for, and that's that's not middle far. of the pack defense. Oh, right. I like no, the like word eradicate. Really high, so. like eradicate, eradicate, destroy is yeah. Just, I like eradicate those issues of you know never getting to the quarterback. Like there's spiders in a room, just eradicate them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Austin Huff with Corch Bats is going to uh, eradicate. Well, somebody he'll go on. He'll eradicate Some. somebody or something. With one of his rants. And then Greg Cosell is normally on Thursday. He's going to go today at 420. Um, since it's the off season, we've kind of gone. Cosell's so funny, man. He He's on vacation mm-hmm. watching film. Yeah. Like, that's what he does. <laughs> he's on vacation, but he's still watching film because he's like, I get bored. Like, I, don't, yeah. I mean, he's on a beach like, somewhere with wanna, the iPad in front of him. That's gotta what love I was it. like, Cosell, yeah. you got to go go to the beach. Like, Grab an umbrella drink or something. Relax. Oh, I'm bored. So anyway, he still watches film on vacation. But since it is the off season, we've kind of picked a position group every week with Cosell and just gone through like the top in that position group in the league. So today we figured we'd jump into tight ends. We've done quarterbacks with him. We've done running backs. So we're definitely going tight end now in light of Delaney Walker's podcast with Teron Davenport and Delaney Walker's comments on Anthony Ferkser. So we'll get Cosell's take on <laughs> on if yeah. Anthony Ferkser can be elite. Elite, elite, elite. That's a big Huge word, Slay. Huge word. You always want to be elite because elite is at the top. That's the top of, the- of your level. Tell, you love tell me what VIP section that is. Where's Elite? That's right. At, that's right outside the Batman door. Like it's right below yeah, Batman. Yeah, right? yeah. You can hear what they're doing up there. You got to hit the broom handle and hit the ceiling. But like you, calm down, Batman. to the wall so you can listen to what Batman's <laughs> talking about. Yeah. Yeah. like you're right there exactly. in that Christian Bell voice. Yeah, yes. You can you're request like, people to come in. You're like a, a championship Chris Paul away from the Batman. See room. now, see. Yeah, that's a comparison, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. That's what I think of when that I was think a compar- of That was a very good. Gr- that is. Okay. That is. See, look at you. You're just that's making it. life simple for all of us. Uh- <laughs> all right. We'll check in with Cosell. That's at 420. Also, a couple of giveaways today. Braves tickets at 415 mm-hmm. and Kentucky Kingdom and Hurricane Bay. Uh, a chance for you to get tickets for that in the 5 o'clock hour. Busy show. We're so glad you are with us. Happy Thursday. Wednesday. What day is it? We don't know. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Happy hump day to you. Hump day, hump day. 3HL back right after this. Welcome back, 3HL 104.5 The Zone. You can also catch us on Zone TV through Twitter, through Twitch. Twitch, please. Instagram. You name it, at 104.5 The Zone on Twitter is where you can find it. And you can also uh, watch our segment with Coach Mac. If you go and take in the show in this way, because Coach Mack is on Zoom. Hi, Coach. How are you? Hi, Don Davenport, Ron Slay, Joe Hawks rocking out in the booth in there, isn't he? Yes, he oh, is. He's man. having a ball. Pick it. <laughs> some of his uh, song selections are questionable. Coach Mack, I told him that he needed to add some country into our our like intro songs, and 
He's probably played a majority of country songs that nobody has ever even heard of. You know what, Don? As soon as I get back in the studio, I'll help Joe Hunk out. Thank there you. you go. Thank you. Thank you. Coach, Thank you. Coach Mack now. He's from Texas. He knows. Well, she can argue with me about what good country is, but I know she can't argue with you. I cannot. So, so <laughs> I, th- then, yes, any song he tells me to play, I'll play for you. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough, Joe. Okay, Coach Mack. Uh, yeah. So, first off, I feel like you don't get a whole lot of maybe, and not necessarily downtime, but at least off time away from the facility at pre-COVID. Um, in the NFL, you know, it's it's a it's a year long full time job, right, for everybody involved. But it seems like this time, right before you dive all in for training camp, is kind of the time where where you're it's your last hoorah before the season. What goes on for players and for coaches during this time? You know, it's a great question, and it's very relevant to what's going on right now, Don. And, and you know, for our listeners to know, and you're right, it, it, it's different. Once free agency and the salary cap came in and, and the OTA started in, it's entirely different. Let me just take you back to when I first started doing this. You know, after we were done with the playoffs, we didn't see the players until a three-day minicamp after the draft, okay? So, and, and if you had a staff that had been together a long time, which we did at the Bears, at the time, and you had a, a roster that pretty much was going to stay unchanged, you, there wasn't a whole lot of playbook stuff to do either. So you had a big stretch of time. Now you basically got four and a half to five weeks, and it's critical. It's crucial for, for coaches to take some time off to decompress mm-hmm. because once the season starts, it is, especially in, a, in an 18-week season this year, it is a tremendous grind. It's a grind on, on, the, on the coaches. It's a grind on their families. And so this is a time to be able to decompress a little bit and do whatever they do to get away from it. Now, as a coach, you never completely get away from it mentally, but you've got to try for a little stretch of time so that you can be present for your family, for your kids, you know, because the coaching business is a different world and especially at the professional level. It really is. But the players, they also need some some downtime. Now, it's not like the players, because they've worked so hard during the offseason and during the OTAs to get into condition. And what you do during the offseason professionally, you build your strength for the season because you're not going to add any strength during the season. You're going to maintain strength. And so all of that conditioning, you want to keep up, but you need to, to – to decompress a little bit too. Take some time to yourself. Take some time to, for your families. I'll tell you guys this. Timeline wise, it always uh, when the Fourth of July was over, which it is now. Then all of a sudden, it seemed like everything was a downhill racer, and it was it was downhill and moving fast towards training camp. But you still got a little sliver of time here, and everybody needs to do that to refresh you know, mentally and, and, and to just decompress physically and emotionally a little bit, because once training camp starts, you guys know, and our listeners know it's on full time. No doubt. I think coach Vrabel's what playing golf or doing something, some ACC championship uh, golf tournament or something. Good for him. I mean, you know, he needs to do that. I mean, I used to, you know, I used to, to be able to, you know, to get away. I'd go home, you know, down in Texas. And then I'd, you know, I'd go, I'd go to the beach and I'd, I'd, you know, just get away a little bit because once you come back in, and as I said, as you move up the ladder in the coaching world, you know, uh, you know, as a, as a head coach, you're never mentally far from it at all. You're always still in contact with your general manager. You're in contact with your ownership because there are things still churning and going on, 
right now, but it's not as, as, it's not as frantic as it is and as constant as it is during the season. But you still need to decompress because it, it's really important. It's important and it's good for your health too because, you know, coaching professionally, uh, just probably on a scale of things that are good for your health profession-wise, probably not at the top. Man, I, probably not. <laughs> you know what, Coach Mack, on any level, too. That's I'm going to tell you that. I, I'm, I've been on basketball on the high school level, and, hey, boy, I didn't have no gray hairs in my beard, Coach Mack, but now I'm talking about I'm fools. I coached 16-year-olds yeah. in volleyball. That, that was, different. like, the most stressful thing I've ever it's done. <laughs> well, see, and that and that's very true because, and especially once you, you, you begin, and you guys were the same way that I was. I mean, I was involved in competitive sports from mm. eight years old on up mm -hmm. you know and i mean i mean and 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 the, the stress is there i mean i can remember playing high school ball in west texas those friday night lights i mean we'd have we'd have uh booster meetings where you'd sit in front of the room and they'd run the the game from friday night on the screen and if you didn't do something right you'd hear about it yeah. <laughs> and so i mean there's stress involved in all of it and so you, you just need to get away from it and none of us would trade what we did and, you know, what we continue to do for a living with sports for anything. None of us would. But you need to understand there are certain times that you can get away and still not be betraying what you're involved in. Speaking of, of trading things out, Coach Mack, yeah. this defense is one I would like to trade out from last year to this year being a, a average or above average. So Teron Davenport, ESPN writer who covers the Titans, wrote an article today, better, worse, or the same. Uh, Titans defense prioritized fierce pass rush. That was the, the headline of it. But he went down a list of things. And when you look at the defensive line, as far as the additions to it, let's recap what took place in the offseason before we get ready to go into this, this, um, this next stage and get ready for the season. Looking at the defensive line, the ad additions of Danico Autry, Aubrey Jones, Naquan Jones, and Bruce Hector, Compared to the losses of Jadavion Clowney, Daquan Jones, Jack Crawford, Mac Dickerson, what do you see? A plus with the returners that's coming back. T.R. TR Tart, you know, Big Jeff Simmons, Laurel Merkin. Oh, no, I don't want to say his name wrong. Murchison. Yes, so, absolutely. What do you? Merch, what are your big merch? Big merch. What are, what are your what are your idea and your thoughts on the defensive line as far as being better, worse, or the same? Well, they had to address it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was that that was that was the key. I think if you look at, at at most teams across the league and I'm going to answer your question, but I'm going to answer it like this in a little bit of an overreach. I want it in the coach Mac way every single time, coach. Yeah, you look at you, you look at teams that that, that uh, just four or three teams. And the reason I say that they're, they're a three, four defense, but they're in sub a lot, which means, you know, you're in, you're in a four man front a lot. Right. You know, most of your salary cap allocation is on the defensive line mm -hmm. teams across the league. Just look at your top five, you know, and 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 defenses across the league that's where your that's where your cap allocation is because it's still a big man's game and it's a pressure game up front and the more pressure you can get with four people and you can cover with seven whatever permutations of those seven you want to use the better off you are going to be mm -hmm. okay so starting with that as a baseline we just saw what tampa bay did in the super bowl right yes the big reason they were able to win that football game was because they could consistently pressure with four and cover with seven all right, the great defenses I've been involved with, we were able to do that. So they addressed that. They got Bud Dupree, got Danico Autry. They still have Big Jeff. Now they're able to do some things, and then they will start working around those things. But essentially, guys, 
What you have to be able to do, pressure the quarterback. Sacks will come when you pressure the quarterback. But we talk about making this uh, or wanting this defense or trying to improve this defense from where they were statistically. I'm not ever worried about yards. I could care less about yards. I do care about third down conversions. Ooh. I care about third down conversions. It was bad. And, yeah, yeah. No, no. I can I care about third down conversions and I care about points. Okay. Mm. And so when you, you start with that and they, they've addressed that now. What's going to be very interesting to see, very interesting to see during training camp is how all of these guys, you know, brand new coalesce and come together. You know, I I don't expect Bud Dupree to be there from day one at training camp, but I expect him to be ready, you know, to start, you know, uh, sometime, you know, during the early part of the season. But Danico Autry is going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Jeffrey Simmons is entering now, you know, uh, a time in his career where he can step up and and do some things. And the thing that's going to be very important too, guys, they also, you know, uh, restructured the whole that that secondary quite a bit, especially on the edges mm-hmm. and at the slot position, you know, because they needed the money and they needed to get better there. But we've got some young guys that we're going to be counting on at those positions. And your two veterans back there now, I mean, other than Jack Rabbit, Jack Rabbit's a veteran. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so glad they signed him because that's going to make a difference. But all of that has to come together. And it's going to take a little bit of it's going to take some time to come together. Nothing happens instantly in the National Football League. But what they have done, believe me, as we sit here and talk about this on a radio program about what their deficiencies were defensively, I promise you they know them even deeper than we than than we do, right. and they address that now. But it all has to coalesce and come together. I've already I've already uh, you know uh, done some film work on the first three opponents. The thing about the first three opponents, talking about the pressure stuff, they've got mobile quarterbacks. The first three the first three shots out of the box, right, right out of the shoot, they've got three mobile quarterbacks. So it's going to be we're going to our our pressure our pressure and our ability to cage rush or corral or get on the ground mobile quarterbacks. It's going to be tested very very early. See, Coach Mack, that that kind of makes me apprehensive because you talk about, you know, Jackrabbit in the secondary, but that's a young secondary of guys yes, that it is. it is. And and my my thought is that they feel OK or more comfortable with the youth or a little bit of an experience back there because they feel like they shored up things up front you know I mean somebody else to garner attention so Jeffrey Simmons can do what Jeffrey Simmons does but you talk about the first three games and three mobile quarterbacks it's like right out of the gate that's going to be tested right well sure it is but that's what you want because Don we are never and and Ron and for our listeners you never really know what you have until you until you you compete in stressful situations Mm -hmm. with it I mean you know other than other than really competing in stressful situations that matter, then you're just then you're just guessing. Yeah. I mean, you really are. And so and and they will they will coalesce and come, to, come together and get better as it goes along. But they're going to have to make plays early. And I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. And it's going to be like that for 18 weeks. And, and but they they made the moves that they had to make. And look, you're going to get younger at some positions in the National Football League just yeah, organically, mm-hmm. just because you're you're flipping 33 percent of your roster every year. Right. It's just the way the league is set up now. And so, what you try to do is you try to get young players that you feel have the physical skills, and then you are able to bring them along technique-wise, and also you're you're able to converge them with what the, with what you're doing defensively. But at, at the end at the end of the day, early on for young players, I've coached a lot of them. In, in my time, you know, their, their physical traits and their physical ability and their mental mindset and mm. approach to it, especially defensively early on before they get the nuances of everything that's got to carry them through. 
Coach Mack, I think you must be now. Coach Mack, the the cutout is moved over behind Babs right now, but for some reason, I think you must have my paper and my pen tapped because that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> mindset, I just wrote it down. Mindset of the defense, and I think one that'll get overshadowed in this. We're talking a lot about the secondary. We know what Big Jeff and those guys will bring up front, but these outside and inside linebackers, Coach Mack. Do you not believe they have something to prove and to have, and kind of have that chip on their shoulder from Weaver, the stuff he went through, the Bud Dupree bouncing back, Landry, Jayon Brown, like all of these guys, Rashad Evans. This group right here, Coach Mack, is a group that I think that been a little bit overshadowed because of what's going on in the secondary and up front. But what do you think about these guys? Well, uh, Ron, you're right. I, I mean, you're a professional athlete for a long time, and you know that one of the biggest factors for a professional athlete that you know you, you can't you can't you can't touch it mm-hmm. you can't feel it but you know what's there is the personal pride yes. okay and personal pride for a professional athlete is a lot and this defense last year as a group uh they understood look you know they they won 11 ball games last year they did some good things during the year but not enough and they understood that the offense carried a big part of the burden last year mm-hmm. and so the guys that were here now the guys that weren't here that were brought in the thing that has to happen, and I think we talked about this last week, you have got to have a mental mindset on defense. It's a pack mentality. Defense is a pack mentality. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. Offensively, it's a little bit, it, it, it's a different mentality because of, of the precision, the timing, and some of the things that you have to do. But the pack mentality on defense, if everything else breaks down, then every then the thing that the thing that that brings a, a defense up regardless of how well people are playing uh, individually is collectively how well you're playing. Yeah. And a lot of that, a lot of that is attitude and getting to the football and just having that, that, that mindset that you're going to, you're going to, you're going to defend every blade of grass. And then that you're just not going to let things happen when things seem like they're really going bad. This defense, again, as I said, I mean, every professional athlete has got pride and believe me, I mean, this defense has been talked about, you know, since the end of the season, right. and, and you know, those guys, those guys hear it. Yeah. That's not going to be the main thing in their mind. The main thing in their mind, they want to do, they want to get out there and perform to their best. And so I, I don't ever worry about that because I know the type of, of, of attitude that, that Mike Grable instills in this football team. Mm-hmm. But as I said, the real proof of it guys is when you start playing for real, but they have a chance, they have a chance to start out, you know, against three pretty formidable dudes, especially that are playing quarterback, which is what you look at first when you're a defensive coach putting a game plan in. And so you go in and get it done against those dudes. Let's just start with the first week. You go in and get it done against that dude and, and that and that offense, then you know you're pretty well set up. You're, you're, you haven't reached the final uh, apex of where you want to be, but you got a chance. On the way out, Coach Mack, I want to uh, I want to hit more on Jeffrey Simmons because okay. you know off season is like season of list, and so his name has been popping up everywhere for you know breakout year, this you know um, Pro Bowl or whatever the the potential right. of Jeffrey Simmons, and I think he finished with three sacks last year, two of them though late in the season. So I'm curious because we know coming in he had the ACL recovered from that way quicker than anybody thought he would. So we got to see a little right. bit of him in 2019. But where have you seen his game? And I know a lot of it has to do with who's playing around you as well. But specifically in his game, where have you seen the most growth within, you know, the the last, what, season and a half, and especially towards the end of last season and what we think he can do this year? 
Watching Jeffrey Simmons come out of Mississippi State, the thing that it really impressed me was his knockback ability and then his ability to, to move laterally down the line of scrimmage for a man that big. He's a violent player, yeah. okay? Now, he wasn't able to be that violent when he first came back because, you know, he's playing on a leg and a half. Mm-hmm. And as you said, he came back very, very early. But what you have to learn in the National Football League, I've been involved with some great defensive tackles in my career, some Hall of Famers, and the thing that's most important they have to learn, they have to learn the nuances of that center guard triangle. Mm. And the nuances of that center guard triangle, things happen fast in there. Things happen very violently in there. And they do things in there to try to take you out of your game, you know, mentally and physically in there. He's learning the nuances of that. Not only hand usage, but angles. Where are things coming from? You know, if the guard disappears, where am I looking? Where am I looking next? Uh, what, how, how, can I get a, how can I get a read off of backfield sets? How can I get a read off of what's going on with that offensive lineman in front of me and to my immediate left and immediate right? What, what type of bird rabbit keys are they giving me? You know, what type of tips are they giving me? What type of get off is that center giving me as a get off look? How well can I use my hands individually on this guy I'm playing? Do I, is, it, is, he a, is he a short setter? Is he a long setter? What, you know, all of those nuances he is learning. And once they learn that, because he's got all the physical uh, requisites to play that position, nuances of the league, as long as he keeps his work attitude and he keeps that violent nature, that's going to come for him. And so, I mean, I'm really glad we've got that player. I was so happy when John Robinson drafted that player, you know, even knowing that we were going to have to wait for him for a while, because I've said this to you guys before, I will repeat it for our listeners. When Joe Green and I, who was my defensive line coach for eight years in Arizona, used to go out on the road, look for defensive linemen. If we saw those big dudes that could move, he said, Coach Mack, if you find a bear walking around on two legs, get him. There's not many of them. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I'm excited to see what uh, what a little more support, too, will do for Jeffrey Simmons sure. this year for the Titans. Coach Mack, time's up already. Man, that always flies by. Thanks. You guys are the best. I understand you got Greg Cosell coming on today. Tell him I said hello. He did a great article. I told you this last week mm-hmm. for uh, for Peter King. Uh, talk to you guys. See you. Appreciate right. it, Coach Mack. Thanks, Coach Mack. There you go, Coach Mack, uh, our coach. That man, I feel like to set the airways ablaze, boy. I, I'm telling you, I can like feel the excitement in his voice. Yes, like we're I'm close. You, yeah. We're closer. Yep. It's different than it was last month in yep. our talking, you know? Sure oh, sure it's is. right around the corner. I yep. can't wait. Yes, we do. We have Greg Cosell coming up at 420. Uh, but coming up next, we have Austin Huff with Corked Bats and his rant. Talking about something I didn't even know was going on. I don't think nobody knew. We're about to hear from him after the break. Stick around. Oh, Lucchese boots. Those are my boots, Slay. Okay. okay. <laughs> Love my Lucchese boots. Hey. I've, I mean, I've worn them like five times but <laughs> but you love them <laughs> i do love them when i wear them three i i had said i was gonna pop those on i'm gonna wear those tomorrow i'm wearing see? them to work three hl one and four five the zone what color are they well like brown cowboy boots they're nothing they're not they're no it's, snake skin or they're nothing fancy like that i, was, I mean I'll they're be, fancy but i'll be honest, honest. I, was, I, was, I don't think it was gonna be red i thought you were gonna say red red do you think i buy some red blue casey boots yeah. Do you know what Lucchese yeah. boots are, huh? I know they are very expensive boots. Okay. That's that's all I know is they're very expensive. Did you They'll wear last you forever? Did you wear those when you went to I went on a Tex uh Texas dance hall tour in Austin, in Lukenbach, 
and I did Crazy all that. Yep. Uh huh. And so I bought them so that I could go on a Texas dance hall tour. Speaking of Austin. Austin Huff is on <laughs> with corked bats. Hey, oh, Austin, yeah. do you own a pair of Lou Casey boots? <laughs> I hold on. I don't know. I don't know what you're paying Joe Hunk, but you not enough after that transition. Thank you. That was well done, wasn't it? Well done. That is a that is a professional segue right there. Uh, Lou Casey. Lou Casey was he like the? I feel like that Lou Casey was the third baseman for the Mariners back in the day. Uh, okay, yep. There we go. There we go. I'm guessing, guessing you have not been to their store here in Nashville. Of course, you're in Chicago now. I don't know how many uh, Luke Casey pairs of boots you see in Chi-Town. Yeah, not a, not as many boots up here. I feel like uh, come the wintertime, I'll see a lot of boots. But <laughs> yeah, you uh, will. right now in the summer, not not so many. So Austin Huff at Austin Huff. Corkedbats.com is where you can find him. Or if you're in Chicago, he is Austin from Melissa and Austin in the Mornings. There in Chicago. Um, okay, so we were talking about this this movie coming out, to which you sent me the trailer because I had heard nothing about it. Yeah, Explain. yeah, it just it just came out today, so it's not like okay. You know, so I'm you're not, not you're I'm not, not too far behind. No, it it literally came out probably like two hours ago, three hours ago, okay. maybe. Okay. Um, it's so <laughs> they're making a movie about Kurt Warner, basically. That's that's the thing, and which makes sense. I mean, Kurt Warner has a we like while the whole thing was going on and, and Titans fans know firsthand all about the Kurt Warner story. Uh, it, it's it, yep. while it was going on, were we not just all saying like, Oh, this is going to be a movie someday. Right. Yep. Sure. Yes, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So, like it, it's a so, and now, and now it's, now it is. And so, and they dropped a trailer today, which it wasn't even really a trailer. It was more, and I, I tweeted it out earlier, but it, it's not even, so much a trailer as is like a vignette like a making of the movie which to me yeah. seems kind of weird like your first look at a movie being like oh here's how we made it like right. it they should have just dropped a trailer but then again even if they just dropped the trailer i don't know if it would have made it look any better guys i'm not saying this thing looks bad i'm just saying this thing makes disney channel original movies look like scorsese films right? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> this movie looks like the grocery bagger at high v of movies yes what? Like, I'm, I'm like, with him. It's called American Underdog. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, bad. it's bad. <laughs> Let me let me no. just say this: this movie is already the American Underdog of films. <laughs> it was yes. like like the director was looking, like like was wanting this movie to look as bad as St. Louis style pizza tastes <laughs> to keep it on brand with the Rams. Like and like if I'm kind of hoping that the director of this movie was a Titans fan. And made this thing suck on purpose as payback for Super Bowl Thirty Four. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Bro. Bro, like you, you probably won't even be able to get Bill Belichick to watch this Rams film. All right, <laughs> that's how bad it is. That, okay. And and I'll give it, I'll give it movie credit. The the cast is loaded, and by and by that I mean this casting director must have been loaded. Dennis Quaid as Dick Vermeil, um, which I mean, it's a good. Signing, I guess, like if Dennis Quaid is your biggest get in 2021, then, you know, it's an uphill climb from from <laughs> here on out. Like Who Dennis Quaid. Is the, oh, go ahead. Dennis Quaid. Well, I was just going to say Dennis Quaid is like the, he's the Kirkland brand Kevin Costner when it comes to sports movies. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason oh. he couldn't beat out third stringer Steam and Willie Beeman back in the day. Oh. <laughs> And then you've got Anna Paquin. She plays Brenda Warner, which who I'm sure all Titans fans remember from Super Bowl 34 coverage. Pretty sure old Brenda got more airtime than Steve McNair. 
<laughs> like Je- Jeff Fisher's old Navy tech vest thought Brenda got too much screen time that night. <laughs> she was constantly on camera. So and Anna Paquin, she's a good actress. Like, you know her. You've seen her in the X-Men movies. She's all that. That's that's decent. All right. Here's one of my favorite casting choices. OK, Marshall Falk. He's being played by a guy named O.J. Keith Simpson. <laughs> really? No, Seriously? Be kidding, huh? No. This is not a joke. He's played by a guy named O.J. Keith Simpson. Like, I want to know what how that the... casting meeting meeting went, you know? That's like, exactly w- why he got cast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Wow. Yeah. It's like, hey, we need to cast Marshall Falk. And someone in the room's like, who's Marshall Falk? And he's like, oh, he was this Rams running back who absolutely killed it back in the day. <laughs> and then they're like, say no more, fam. I got just the guy. I got it. I got <laughs> it. <laughs> like, why doesn't uh, my question is, why doesn't OJ Keith Simpson just go by Keith? Yeah, I like good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that ain't like the Keith way. Simpson. <laughs> right. Like, is Keith that bad of a name where you'd still rather go by OJ Simpson? <laughs> Your name proceeds. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, you then- do get attention. That's true. That's true. I mean, like, like they probably jumped off the page to people. They've, like, oh yeah, we we better we better sign this guy. Lord knows what will happen if we don't. Uh, Zachary <laughs> Levi plays Kurt Warner, and you probably know him. He played Shazam in that DC Comics movie. Uh, you may know him from his five seasons of Chuck, which is a great word choice for how this guy throws a football. My gosh, if you've seen the trailer, you know what I'm talking about. This brings me to one of my biggest pet peeves of all time. All time. Why can't quarterbacks in movies ever throw a football? Like, If you watch the trailer for this movie and or any football movie ever, then you know what I'm talking about. In Hollywood, they can do literally anything. They can recreate living, breathing dinosaurs. Uh, they can make you believe that Russell Crowe can actually sing in that Les Miserables movie a few years back. <laughs> they can flip Christian Bale from Bruce Wayne into former Vice President Dick Cheney, all right? mm. from Batman to Fat Man. <laughs> but for whatever reason, they can't find a single actor who can also throw a football without looking like Tim Tebow. <laughs> Kurt Warner didn't go through years of high V bagger training experience to get this kind of treatment people. <laughs> and, and I get it. Like when you go through years of performance arts training at NYU, you don't have time to pick up the rock and play catch very often. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet there aren't many intramural flag football teams at Juilliard, but couldn't we find some sort of body double, like someone to fill in for the throwing scenes in this movie? We all saw Dr. Fauci's first pitch, and the pandemic's practically over. He's got some free time. Get him to be the quarterback. He's got a better form than the guy that they got. <laughs> I'm, I'm rewatching it as we speak. <laughs> you get what I'm seeing. Like, and, I, and I get it. Finding body doubles are hard, and it kind of breaks up the continuity of the film. If only the body doubles could wear pads and a helmet to help hide themselves in a football movie. Like, what? What are we doing? All right. They they honestly could have let 67 year old Dennis Quaid play the quarterback. He, he at least looked like he could throw in any given Sunday. <laughs> All I'm saying is after watching this, I, I feel Hollywood should be forced to give the Rams back to St. Louis for this movie. <laughs> uh, All I'm saying is why couldn't the Rams look this bad in Super Bowl 34? Oh, man. I hope. Ain't that the truth? Listen to me, man. Hey, Brenda Warner's the executive producer. Oh, I know. You put it yeah, on her. <laughs> right. Fall. Right. Fall she on was, the sword. She, and that and that right there, it's like if I'm Kurt, 
I'm like, babe, we got to hire someone who at least looks like they can throw to play me in this movie. <laughs> You're not wrong. No. <laughs> we'll not tweet it out. Me. We'll tweet it out. Uh, we'll tweet the trailer out. So I, you know what? I, I'm against you, Austin. I'm all in on this. I'm going to go see it. American oh. underdog. I'm going to oh, take my nine-year-old stepson. I'm with Huff on We're going to live man. in this movie. It's going to be one of those we replay. Here uh, you go. Work uh, hard. Uh, Chase your dreams. How yeah, about sure, it? sure? Well, then, then if that if you're gonna if you're gonna go against me on this, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. The script writing in this movie is soft. <laughs> <laughs> it's well played, well it's played, Austin Huff. Corkedbats.com at Austin Huff on Twitter. We'll chat with you next week. All right, Huff. <laughs> Hashtag free corked bats. See you guys. <laughs> Oh, he's still not free. No, but but still on lockdown. Yep, still. That's why his office is clean now. Look, look, all those boxes moved out the way. Oh, like he settled in now, baby. Yep, regulated, (laughs) regulated on social media. All of us. Four o'clock hour coming up next.